have you found things that you're willing to like settle on like compromise in no <laughs> wait are you single uh, yeah I'm okay single. that's why we're single guys okay that's why we're single <laughs> yeah sorry so my name is los i'm a music producer and i also run cuffing season i mean do you have advice for people who are maybe like stuck in like getting their music out sometimes um, art is just for yourself and that's completely fine but if the art and your inner voice is really driving you to share it then it's something you have to do Hi everyone, I'm Hannah Cat, and we are back for another episode of Pukuki Pod. And today we have on a very special guest. This is Los. Everyone say hi, Los. <laughs> hi, Los. Um, yeah. And so Los and I have a bunch of mutual friends. Um, we're both like based in LA, but he runs a party called Cuffing Season. But Please introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are, what you do, sure. all of that. Sure. So my name is Los. I'm a music producer, and I also run Cuffing Season, mainly on the operations side. Cool. And I do some more stuff beyond that, but that's the, what you need to know for now, basically. Okay, nice. Um, And so, yeah, like, where are you originally from? Like, are you from L.A.? I'm not from L.A. I'm from Sacramento. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. When did you move out here? I moved in 2021. I transferred to UCLA, so that's when I moved. I think this episode needs to end. Why? <laughs> I went to USC. Oh my god! <laughs> so here dumb, we go. So here dumb, we go. So here dumb. we go. Literally, I'm like, I don't care about the rivalry. But okay. Like... Oh, me neither. I haven't even been to a football game. <laughs> like, I'm so far removed from the UCLA culture. Hey, but, it's but like... like I saw your license plate. Like, definitely said UCLA. From my mom. From my mom. Oh. From my mom. <laughs> They're very proud. It's like, okay, you can have that, but you know. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. And so, yeah, I guess like moving to LA. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious what your take is on like the dating scene because yeah right like i've lived here my entire life like this is the only dating scene i've ever been a part of mm-hmm. and like i'm always like oh it kind of sucks so like what is your take well coming from sacramento it's it's pretty small so i oh. feel like everyone knows each other and everyone like there's a lot of tea on other people and oh, then oh, you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. it's like oh like she's dated so and so or like he's like dated so and so and so it's just like a small community it's a small community for sure uh, so coming to la there's a lot of different types of people okay and it's really exciting in that way and you know people are very attractive here <laughs> it's one of the main reasons i want to go to ucla actually because oh. like when i was in high school that's like my, my first time in la uh-huh. and i was walking around the campus and i was like yo the girls here are beautiful like i need to go here <laughs> and it's like I had, was right. I had outside <laughs> motives too like obviously it's a good school i'm yeah. like of course <laughs> But like, like duh, that's education. number one education, yeah. of course. But also like, you know what? I kind of like it here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because did you like date back in like high school and like while you were in Zach? Um, actually, no, not really. I was like pretty awkward like in high school. Oh, okay. Me yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. I feel like I only grew into myself like post college. Like it wasn't even yeah. in college that I like grew into myself. Mm. So like this is like. I didn't peak in high school, that's for sure. Like, yeah. maybe I'm peaking I mean, thank now. God. <laughs> thank yeah, God. Yeah, oh, peak, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, okay, so you're, like, happy with the L.A. dating scene? Definitely not. No, it's oh, terrible. Okay, 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 okay. No, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's nice that we don't have tea on everyone, but it's also, like, there's so much superficiality oh, in it, you know? Okay. So. Can you explain a little bit more? Explained it really well to me, like, 
a couple weeks ago. They said it's like a candy shop. Like everything looks good, but it's not necessarily good for you. Oh. And actually, most of it's not good for you. Oh. So that's like the LA dating scene. Okay, yeah, I, I can like I concur. Yeah. Like absolutely. I think from the outside, I'm like, oh, like they seem like a cool person, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. But I think I've just like started to realize more and more that like maybe people are just like too avoidant, too jaded, mm. especially on like the apps. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've just like encountered lots of people, and like maybe I- I'm included who are just like a bit more avoidant. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm reading this book on attachment, so like you guys are gonna hear a little bit about this. Mm-hmm. But in the book, they were saying that like secure people like don't come around as often in the dating scene because they're like secure in a relationship mm-hmm. and so it tends to be the avoidant people that are like out there because 1000%, like yeah. right like i'm like oh my god <laughs> like, oh i kind of like you i'm gonna push you away and so we're working through feelings of that yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah why do you think you do that do you think you push people away to not get hurt first I think it's that. Mm. I think that I'm mostly secure, to be honest, Mm -hmm. like attachment wise, right? Like there are three categories or four categories. So it's secure. um, That's kind of self-explanatory. There's avoidant, which like, you know, you'll push people away when you get too close. Mm -hmm. And then anxious, which is like, oh, like I just like want more and more attention like i i like feel anxious if they're not there yeah and then there's anxious avoidance it's like a mix of the two so i know that i'm mostly secure i took the little test today is it like online or (laughs) um it's like literally physically in the book but i've taken Mm. i've taken the online test too and like i'm also secure but then like for my secure score it was like six right Mm -hmm. and then anxious was like five and then avoidant was like five and so i was Mm. like what does that mean? It's like, it's pretty close, right? It's really close. Okay, okay. Yeah. And so I think I'm just trying to like decipher like where I lie, but mm-hmm. I think I probably lie like more secure and a little bit avoidant. And I think it just has to do with like, yeah, me just like not wanting to get hurt and get vulnerable and like be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But kind of like what you said about SAC, like I think a lot about like reputation, I mm, guess. Yeah. You know, it's 1, like, percent, it's yeah. like scary. It's scary. Yeah. Like, do, I mean, do you agree? Like, what do you think? Yeah, especially in my life in the music industry. Like, that's something you have to be wary about. Uh, yeah. Because everyone knows everyone. Everyone knows everyone. It's kind of scary, like, how small the industry is. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. So, like, have you, like, been a little bit more hesitant to date within, like, the nightlife music industry yeah i'm not trying to date within the industry (laughs) i think there's pros and cons of it but Uh like they understand the lifestyle Mm -hmm. and you're going to be out all the time but you're going there for work and people not in the industry are going to be like well he's probably like flirting with girls or whatever but it's like no you have to understand that this is my job yeah and like i'm running the thing trying to make sure it goes smoothly and we're making money like that's my job yeah right but like if you're not in the industry then you're gonna have all types of like imagination like right as to what i'm actually doing right yeah that makes sense because like i think for a long time like oh gosh it was like probably 2022 i was going out a lot Mm. and it's just like natural to like meet people but like that doesn't mean like i'm like necessarily like flirting yeah yeah i'm like i'm networking no one thousand percent i do the same exact thing (laughs) yeah but then oh i have this wait i have this theory Mm -hmm. i think in the music industry people are more flirty thoughts like like artists or what do you mean everyone 
I literally hmm. think that people in the music industry, like their way of like quote networking, is being a little bit more flirty, like、mm-hmm. a little bit more forward. Interesting, like with the intentions of of purely networking. It's not even to like get with someone、hmm. or like throw game or anything. It's like literally to network, but they do that like by the means of flirting. Do you、them. think it's It's even like in terms of boys and girls, or you think it's like mostly girls or mostly boys? No, I boys? think it goes both ways. Like interesting. I yeah, I think it's just like a random observation I had, but I'm like, oh, people are a little bit more. Oh, okay, I'm gonna like like laugh and like touch your arm, you know?、Mm. Like, it's like a little bit more than like what you would see maybe in like tech. Oh, tech is like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tech is yeah. like tech is like、me. don't touch me, HR. Like <laughs> HR, come here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, huh, oh, interesting. And then like being out and about,、mm-hmm. and like also just like being a human who lives in a society. Like we are obviously fed lots of like images and like movies of what dating should look like.、Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that like you have like maybe an unrealistic view on dating because of like said movies or like I don't know, simp TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> simp TikTok is hilarious.、Um, <laughs> I think when I was younger, I was definitely influenced by a lot of media in、okay. terms of what I was looking for in a relationship. Yeah. Um, and I had to kind of like outgrow that and be more realistic with it.、Mm. And I think, well, I give you an example. Yeah. So like the clearest example. This is about to sound so crazy. So have you seen American Dragon? Um, it's like a cartoon. Wait, with the guy with the stripe in his yeah, hair. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, yes.、Uh, he was like. He's like a dragon. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah I've totally seen so, that. So like, um, he was basically my role model when I was growing <laughs> up. He was dating this like white girl that's taller than him. He's、oh, like blonde, and I was、oh. like, "Yo, when I grow up, I'm gonna date a white girl that's taller than me and just blonde." <laughs> so like, that was my my goal for a long time.、Oh. And then like, I don't know. Once I dated a couple of white girls that were blonde and taller than me, I was like, you know what? This is not it. Wait, you legitimately did? did yeah,、exactly. I did. I did that. I was like, no,、nah, like,、wow. I can't. I can't do this. That's actually so freaking impressive. Like, Thank you. And you know, I'm glad、man. I got there. But you know what? Sorry, like. My child self, I let myself down because、right. I don't think it's gonna happen.、Okay. But yeah, yeah. And so I guess like in those relationships, like what were what were your expectations, and then what、mm. did it like end up being? Well, it was never a full on like relationship because like we didn't make it that far. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, thank God, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Um, respectfully, respectfully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not supposed to work out if it doesn't work yeah, out. Yeah, it, it, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but in terms of like dating you or me specifically. Mm-hmm. You expect someone to be like the complete package, and I don't want to sound pessimistic in this way, but it's like you have to figure out what you're willing to compromise on, right? Yeah. And I, I, it's not like you want to settle because that's not it, but it's something like what can you work through with this person? Right. Yeah. So that's how I see it. So have you, in particular, found things that you're willing to like set settle on, like compromise in? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, are you single?、Uh, yeah.、I'm、okay,、single. that's why we're single, guys. Okay, that's why we're single. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Because I think that, like, okay, like last year,、mm-hmm. my roommate, my roommates and I, like, right, I, I was going on dates and like telling them about it. Yeah. And they were like, Hannah, there's no one perfect out、yeah. there. Like, you have, you have to let something go. And then I was literally sitting there, like, what? What the fuck? What could go?、About? Yeah, yeah. What are you, you talking about? Go over this list and it's like, well, I need all of these no, things, right? No, it's really essential. Yeah. Like these, this isn't like a nice to have. These are like deal breaker、yeah. things that I need to have. Yeah. And it was funny because I was literally like, 
what are you like what are you guys like quote giving up in a relationship mm. and they were both like dude we've literally discussed this and i was like oh you guys are right like everyone's a little human and so yeah. like i think i'm also like coming to the understanding that like there's no perfect person out there and it's really hard for me to like accept that yeah <laughs> i mean except for me right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. but that being said Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you four categories, okay, and four I need categories. you to rank them from most important to least important in a partner. Mm-hmm. Okay, ready? Yeah. Goals, values, looks, and interests. What is most important, and then what's least important? Okay, I would actually say values number one. Okay. Um, goals number two. Uh huh. Looks. Uh huh. And then interests. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or I might put, I might put interest number three and then looks number four. Okay. Yeah. Can you, okay. Can you explain why you chose that order? Okay. I'm trying to think think about my order again. Values, goals, and then looks, interests. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Values because, well, I'll give an example. It's like family is really important to me. Mm -hmm. So family values and morals, um, especially are really important to me. So mm. if we don't align in that way and I can't like trust you on a moral level and oh. their relationships with their family is really important to me too. Because oh. I have like a really good relationship with my family and yeah. if they don't have a good relationship with theirs, then it's unlikely that it'll work out the way yeah. I see it. Oh. Unless it's like a circumstance that's they don't have a good relationship with their family for a reason, like right. a very specific reason. Right. Then that's like obviously acceptable. But yeah. yeah. Have you like thought about like how a partner integrates with your family and how you would integrate with them like have you had like maybe even experiences with like people you're dating or like par- past partners that like where you've like introduced each other to each other's parents no families? i actually haven't made it that far okay, okay. <laughs> but um i think about it a lot and it's mm-hmm. like i definitely don't want to be introducing like anyone to my parents yeah because i feel like my family's super close, so if you're meeting my parents, like, that same weekend, because I'm not home that often, oh. you're probably going to meet, like, like, I'm probably going home for a family holiday, which means you're meeting, like, my whole family in, like, a weekend. Oh. Probably. Wait, how big is your whole family? Well, my mom's side. It's probably, like, 30 to 40 people. But, like, okay, <laughs> I'm not saying that that's definitely going to happen off rip, but, like, if we're really feeling each other, right. then, like, you know... There's a chance. I don't want to feel uncomfortable with the thought of that. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think, like, in general, you do feel potentially uncomfortable with the thought of, like, introducing a significant other? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Especially if the morals align and it's, like, you have enough respect for not only me but the older generation. Then I think they'll be fine. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, Yeah. I also, I agree. I think, like, values has to be first. Mm. But... For me, I think I'm, like, learning, very candidly, I'm, like, learning how to, like, feel out what someone's, like, values are. Mm Because I think, like, a lot of times, like, maybe people aren't, like, as self-reflective and, like, they don't know themselves. Yeah. And so they could say, like, oh, yeah, I'm family-oriented. But, like, right, like, maybe we potentially have different definitions of of that, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, So, yeah, I'm definitely, like, working on, like, Okay, what are the what are the intentional questions that I need to ask in order to find out what, you know if our values align? Yeah. Um, and then you put goals next. Yeah. Why do you think goals is next? 
finding someone who's driven and ambitious is important to me. So in searching for a life partner, you're searching for a life partner, right? So like they're going to be around there for the long run. What's the life that we're building together? And if it lines up, then it's probably weren't going to work out if you're willing to stick through it. Yeah, 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 no, for sure. Also, like, right, like partners influence us so much. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want to get pulled the other way, potentially. Yeah. If, like, you know, let's say they aren't as ambitious. Mm-hmm. Um. And then also, like, it's, like, nice when you're able to, like, celebrate wins together, you know? Yeah, it's like, 100%. Yeah, like, 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 we're doing this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I also agree. And then, okay, did you decide looks first or interests first? Um, probably interests. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because I put, like, um, comedy sense. There's a better word for it. What's it called? Humor, humor? sense of humor. Sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. I put sense of humor in that. And it's like really important to me. Oh, yeah. have you like, have you dated people with like different types of humor? Like trash humor? Yeah, like like it's like oh, this person is not funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's like really painful, yeah. It's painful. Yeah. yeah. And it's like I'm the type of person to where, I, I think I have a good sense of humor in terms of like I can cater to my audience in terms of who I'm talking to. Uh, like, there's stuff I'll say with my friends or whoever that I'm not going to say for my parents. But, like, there's jokes I can make to my parents that they'll think is funny. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, so it's like, funny in all senses. In my opinion, yeah. <laughs> but that just has to do with, like, the media that I've consumed. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. I have, like, a good... I like making references to, like, shows and stuff. So, uh, yeah. If okay. they don't... If they're not able to understand that stuff and then, like, also... I don't want to say, like, deeper jokes, but, I don't know, different kinds of jokes, then it's kind of... I want to be able to make the jokes that I want to make, like, all the time when I'm around them. Not have to, like, cater it to a specific, like, no. thing. Wait, I, like, literally feel your pain because, like, I think I have, like, the most, like, internet, uh, like, knowledge, mm. I guess. Yeah. And so I make a lot of references and literally I'm like, huh. And then, like, my friends will, like, not get the reference. Mm. I'm like, it's okay i'll just i'll explain it but it's like so painful to yeah me. you can't explain it after the fact it's like it hurts no literally <laughs> yeah. i'm like i'm over it it's, like, like, it's okay it. guys yeah, it, like, it was funny yeah. it, don't worry about it don't, don't <laughs> it was about funny, it just believe me yeah yeah <laughs> um and so when you say like a sense of humor mm-hmm. are you okay being the funny one in the relationship or like do you also want the other person to be funny i mean i think ideally the other person would be funny oh. um i mean i hope so <laughs> be kind of disappointing if i was like the only one making them laugh yeah like i'll laugh at my own jokes but like it can only go so far you know like right yeah you gotta make me laugh a little bit oh okay okay and it's like i know it exists like there are funny girls out there right yeah yeah no for sure because see i think this is one of the things i'm like compromising on it's Mm. like i could just be the funny one in the relationship i guess i guess yeah but like god it's so much fucking work you know like pay for a show ticket but um okay so you throw sense of humor within like interest Mm -hmm. and so it's funny like literally the one that like my friend called me out on was she was like or i had said oh i would love if the other person like had the exact same music taste as me Mm -hmm. she's like that feels very ego driven i was like why she was like oh because you think that your music taste is the best Mm -hmm. and so like if somebody has the same music taste like it's literally just complimenting you yeah and i was like oh my god (laughs) i think i need to do some (laughs) self-reflection yeah do you ever do those spotify like blends yeah 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 what's like the highest score you've gotten on with like someone you were talking to this actually wasn't someone i was talking to Mm. 
It was like literally like a friend's boyfriend, but like this was the highest, 97. Uh, mine was 97 too. Really? Yeah. How did wait, do you think that your Spotify your Spotify blend being 97% like influenced like how much you like them? Like do you think it Probably. made you like you more? Yeah, I was like, you know what? <laughs> this might be the one right here. If I was wrong, but it's okay. Um Okay, wait, I because I have a bad habit. If someone mm. has the same music taste as me, like I'm like, oh, we're gonna date. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, <laughs> come, come out, come right over here. Yeah. <laughs> so you're the same way. Oh, one thousand percent. Yeah, because huh. music is like really, really important to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else do you throw in the interest category? Um, I would put like fitness and stuff up there too, uh, and diet. Oh, uh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, for sure. I do think like li- like lifestyle choices like fits in interest. Yeah, like right, like. It's like, oh, you have to be a little bit like passionate about it in order to yeah. to do it. But I actually, ugh, I'm trying to be really honest with myself. I think I might put looks above interest. Mm. Because, because I think I have dated people who I'm not necessarily attracted to. And like other things are there, but it feels like I can't get past a certain point and I feel very shallow saying this but mm. I personally have realized I need to be attracted to the person yeah 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 well I think for me it's like it's not that attraction is like low it's just that's the lowest out of the four like it's still definitely important to me my sister thinks like I'm super shallow <laughs> <laughs> but like I would make to differ I think I have a good taste but yeah yeah I'm trying to think if people think I'm shallow. People know I'm materialistic, so... <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, not in an excessive way, you know? Everything mm-hmm. in moderation. Is it, like, useful, like, in terms of what you buy? Is it, like, you're going to use it a lot? Or, like, what do you usually, what do you usually like, buy? It's, like, I like things. Like, I, like, geek out on, like, tech stuff. Or, mm. like, um, I'm trying to think. Like, I love, like, an like useful product yeah me too i'm the same way that's like the only thing that i'll buy oh yeah. well i'm i'm noticing the fit like i feel like you buy some clothes <laughs> i mean too. it comes in it comes in waves like i really only go and buy like clothes like three to five times a year oh yeah okay. but it's like i have built my closet since i was like in high school and i still am like relatively the same size so mm-hmm. i can like have a diverse closet to where i can mix and match oh Oh, I need to work on that a little bit. Oh, and so according to this like ranking, Mm -hmm. like, do you have experiences that informed like why you ranked it like this? Yeah, Um, I would (laughs) say, I would say when I first moved to LA, the looks were definitely like number one, Um, you know, uh because I think when you move here you're just like so cut up just like wow so many beautiful just, people like, 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 it's like wow i've never seen so many like beautiful people in my life but now it's like oh like there needs to be they need to be able to hold the conversation right or like you have to yeah. be able to like stand them a little bit no i would hope right wait no because i'm i'm realizing that there are definitely people out here without thoughts i'm like wow yeah it's like low-key shocking it's uh it's interesting yeah. it's interesting okay okay and so yeah like trying to find a little bit more substance yeah like there have definitely been times where like i've met a girl um like wherever and then i go to pick her up or there's this one time in particular it's actually so bad (laughs) but but i went to pick her up and like 
I never had like a substantive conversation with her before that. Okay. In terms of like maybe longer than like five minutes or something. Mm. So I pick her up and she like she gets in the car and then she just starts talking. I'm like, yo, within 30 seconds, I realize that like I'm not trying to talk to this person. Oh and like we're about to go to dinner. <gasps> so we go to dinner and then we talk and then obviously pay for the dinner because like I asked her out. Oh. You know, I got to be a gentleman about it. Oh. But then um, I dropped her off and like that was it. So, like... She, she didn't get dessert. No, no dessert. Huh. Yeah. So, like, what about... Is it, like, what she's saying? Or is it, like, how she's saying it? Um, It's kind of both. Like, I think I realized in that moment, like, I didn't really... Couldn't really stand her voice. Okay. Like, that is, it's messed up because that's something she can't change, right? Yeah. But then it's also what she's talking about. Like, I just kind of zoned out when she started talking. I was like... Um, what is she talking about right you know when someone's like saying something but they're not really saying something they're not saying anything yeah yeah, it, yeah exactly yeah i'm yeah. like oh okay like she just kind of started ranting i'm like i don't really i have nothing to contribute it's not oh. it wasn't a conversation it was like a little monologue you know what oh. i mean and i was like i don't know how this relates to me but oh, maybe she was nervous i don't know but huh. like there wasn't much substance in the conversation moving throughout the night so yeah for yeah. sure I definitely have noticed that, like, when I get nervous, I, like, tend to ask a lot of questions. Like, mm-hmm. I literally go, like, it's, like, low-key interview mode. It's I would like, prefer that, though. Cause, yeah? Yeah, like, you can learn so much more from a person by, like, asking them questions and stuff. And right. answering questions and just, like, one person talking. Right. Yeah. Especially when she's not saying anything. Like, if she was talking about herself and, like, I don't know something interesting uh-huh. that she's into then i'd be like yo she's really passionate about this and this is cool right but if she's not saying anything then she's just kind of yapping oh she's yeah yapping. She, she, she just yapping <laughs> <laughs> okay 2024 yapping out <laughs> yeah stop yapping <laughs> and so when it comes to like right like working in nightlife mm-hmm. i know you said like you don't like really like meet people that way but have you i mean i have but i don't know i don't think my type is really like going out like oh. that like that because oh, really? yeah personally like i don't really go out unless it's my own event and i think that's what makes me good at my job too you oh. know what i mean oh it's like a drug dealer doesn't use their own yeah it, exactly exactly <laughs> like that oh the way that totally makes sense mm-hmm. so do you think like if you let's say weren't involved in coffee season at all like you would be going out all the time um not all the time but probably just to like network which i still do uh. but like outside of networking and like what is still kind of being on the clock uh-huh. or not like being on the clock but you know like doing business things right probably not unless it's like celebrating someone's birthday oh okay, okay yeah but sure. i'm not like you know i need to go out yeah, yeah okay. it's kind of crazy to me when people go out like every weekend oh yeah like multiple times a weekend oh that was literally my life really like 2022 i was going out so much Mm -hmm. then i look back and i'm like i think i was like i think i think something was missing (laughs) (laughs) i think i was a little sad girl inside and Mm -hmm. so the so the music just like you know masked it Mm -hmm. and like not that i like judge people or like regret even like that portion of my life yeah just like it took a lot of like self-reflection to be like why am i going out so much yeah like, are there things i'm avoiding because i'm so good at avoiding my issues yeah same <laughs> yeah yeah um and so yeah i guess like for a little bit of like background on like like your music stuff and even like cuffing season how you got involved like mm-hmm. let's start with your music mm-hmm. um 
like when did you get into production and like how did this like entire like journey start because wait guys for reference um los put out an entire album it's 10 songs right mm-hmm. an album is it an ep album yeah i don't guys i'm gonna be i have a confession i don't understand the fucking difference between an ep and an album it's supposed to be like the length of the the thing oh. i think ep is like supposed to be under 30 minutes and then albums like traditionally but oh. people define it differently no. oh okay thank you so much i learned something new of course um and so yeah how did how did like your album come into conception because um it dropped at the end of december yeah Mm -hmm. okay the 29th so i started playing piano when i was super young it's like traditional asian parents my mom was like you guys are learning to play piano this is not even like a like a choice like face yeah Yeah, yeah, and then um (laughs) and then we went over to strings so we were part of like an orchestra my older sister and i what did you play? I played violin. Oh, what did your yeah. sister play? Cello. Oh, okay. I played viola, so we could have done nice. a trio, trio. trio. Yeah. Yeah, but I was never, like, super into violin. It was cool, but I would, like... This is kind of, like, the rebel in me, too. Mm. So during the big performances, I would, like, refuse to learn the songs. So I'd just, like, go string it. You know what I mean? Wait, you and we are literally the same. <laughs> yeah, because it's not like it's not like I couldn't. I just didn't want to because I didn't want to be a part of the the orchestra. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. It was just like, ugh, you guys are playing around me. Like this is a team effort. Yeah, and it's like my mom's making me get up at seven in the morning and wear a turtleneck. Like I'm like ten. Yeah. I'm not trying to wear a turtleneck at eight in the morning. Like I'm not even at church. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then I went over to play guitar, which was like super fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I played. We I took lessons and then we'd play like whatever songs I wanted to play. Uh-huh. So that was like super interesting to me. Oh, so do you think like guitar was kind of like the instrument that like felt like less forced and it was like more like because you wanted to do it? Yeah, 1000%. Uh-huh. I always thought guitar was so cool, oh, specifically cool. like electric guitar. Uh-huh. So once I got an electric guitar, I was like, yo, this is this is dope. I'm dope. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice. And then, um, and so like, do you... Do you play instruments still? And like, do you play your instruments like on your on your tracks? Yeah. 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 Okay. Wow. I'm not really violin. It's somewhere at my parents' house, but definitely piano and then guitar here and there. Oh, okay. Cool. Um. And so your album, mm-hmm. like, how did that come to be? Cause, like, guys, I like listen. I literally listened through the entire thing when you dropped it, and I was like, oh wow, like this is like hot, like high production. Like, I could tell, like, there was a lot of, like, effort and, like, thoughtfulness put into it. Thank you. Um, yeah, so how did how did that come to be? So I started producing in high school after I tore my ACL, like, playing soccer. Oh, my God, I also tore my ACL. Really? Which one? one? My right one. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but my was skiing. Uh, yeah. I know. So she, yeah, it's fine. We're okay. Yeah, we're fine now. This one's stronger now. Really? Yeah, my right one is way stronger. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like mine's still kind of... Uh, oh, God. I was kind of pushing through it, like the recovery i think i was kind of rushing it so oh god like i'm not i'm not like limping but like i'm okay okay yeah yeah <laughs> like your reaction was like damn i'm like oh my god are you right? <laughs> yeah no i'm fine it just like creaks here and there but I'm oh fine. okay okay um so i started producing in high school and i was just doing like a lot of rap oh. production oh cool and so that was fun and that's like the only music that's well known in sacramento Okay, yeah. I can see that. I was doing rap for a while, and that was cool. Um, got, like, a couple million streams my first year of taking it seriously, and I was like, yo, there's there's potential here. Oh, for sure. But I think 
at the beginning I was like chasing placements like trying to get the next like big single or whatever okay and I wasn't really having fun like making stuff for other people like making what was trendy oh you know right right so then I was like I need to or I want to make something that's unique to me and that that I want to make right and I have a background in music and instruments so I can really make whatever I want right right so I started doing that in 2019 at the end of 2019 and then the the album kind of documents like the development of my sound throughout the years oh yeah cool because i could definitely tell like by listening that mm-hmm. like it's not just like one sound like i can literally hear like the progression and like the transitions mm-hmm. um and like i can tell that like right i think there are some albums that i listen to and i'm like oh everything sounds the same but mm-hmm. like i did not hear that in your in your album and so thank you yeah like huge kudos also like very cool so this album it's 2023 when it dropped so it mm-hmm. took about what four years yeah wow because i started in 2019 at the end and then it starts with a drill song and at the time i was like super into drill because i was listening to a lot of pop smoke so that was like when pop smoke was still alive in yeah 2019 yeah rip um uh, yeah rip yeah um and then i started getting into like detroit sound so that, that was the second song and then the third song was like the one and only song i did with a female rapper oh yeah was like super different i was like yo i want to try this oh yeah um and then i literally put her I, I literally put that song on my like gym playlist like, really i've been super into female rap so yeah nice yeah, yeah. i really i really love that song yeah. it was fun to make i actually wrote like half of that song oh sick. yeah <laughs> yeah sorry i'm like so i'm also very guilty of like i'm definitely a production first person mm. so i i don't know any i don't know what anything said <laughs> I love that you admitted that, though. Thank you. No, it's really bad. Like, I literally have to sit down and read it in order yeah. to understand, like, what's happening in yeah. the song. I mean, I think that's good, though, because I think if you notice the lyrics first, it's either, like, they're either really good or they're really bad. Oh. Um, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah And yeah. sometimes I have no idea what they're saying until, like, a year later. Like, I was listening to this Yeba song, oh. um, Far Away with asap rocky oh yeah and yeah. i never really like listen listen to the lyrics like i knew the words but i didn't know the lyrics i was just driving home from the club at like 3 a.m uh-huh. i was like yo this song is deep <laughs> i don't know if you could tell but like literally i have no no thoughts because i don't i know the song you know I the song sing the entire thing yeah but like i don't know what they're saying <laughs> oh but you know the song I'm talking about? No, I do. I know, okay. Like I, know, like, I literally imagined the cover immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. know? Okay, so you don't know what it's about? No. Okay. <laughs> do you want to, like, just skip over it? Or do you want to talk about it a little bit? <laughs> yeah, what is it What is it about? What did you realize on your 3 a.m. drive? Um, It's about running from your problems, but, like, substance abuse. Yeah, but it's like she's singing it so beautifully. You're like, oh, like, far away. But it's like, you know, she's trying to run from her problems. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, that sounds like me. Oh shit, no, that literally yeah. sounds like me so avoidant. It's mm-hmm. me. Yeah, yeah, we're working on that this We're year. working on it, we're working on it for sure. Whoa, and so actually, yeah, that brings up like, do you think you're a production first person or do you think you're a lyrics person? Um, Definitely production first, mm. definitely production first. Okay. I think one of the things I had to work on for the album too was like, 
especially coming from instruments yeah and i always hear melodies so it's like you have to strip out a lot of the melodies so that there's room for the artist oh cool so that's something i had to work on especially on on the r&b side because you know like rap is basically poetry for the most part yeah so it's like one line but in r&b you have a bunch of different melodies and like there's so much more melodic elements in r&b so the production has to match it well and it's, it's something that i'm had to work on okay yeah that's cool um and so you know i have like a lot of people in my life who like want to pursue music Mm -hmm. um and like it's almost like they don't like they feel like they don't have the tools to go about that because like maybe they play guitar but it's not like at the level they want to Mm -hmm. like did you ever like run into like those problems or do you even like have advice for people who maybe don't have the instrument background Mm-hmm. to play everything that they want on their tracks yeah i would say watch the ted talk by steve lacy it's only like 10 to 15 minutes oh, but cool. it's called do the like the bare maximum i think that's what it's called oh okay and cool. it's basically talking about how you don't need to have like the most advanced gear or be the most talented you just have to do what you can with what you have at the moment oh i like that yeah so even if you can't play guitar like just watched youtube and the cool thing about technology now is you can just like layer your notes on top of each other like you can make a melody through different recordings like i'm not the best guitar player i'm kind of ass to be honest but like i can hear melodies and i can play well enough to stack it to make it sound good does that make sense like it's like 10 takes but it sounds fluid because like my production level is there oh that's cool okay okay yeah because i think like you know even even me sometimes i'm like oh i feel like i don't have like this hard skill or this hard skill but Mm -hmm. like i think we forget like technology makes it so that we can literally figure anything out yeah yeah okay that's beautiful and then also you know i know that you spent a good amount of time like from start to finish on your album Mm -hmm. and i feel like knowing the artists around me a lot of times like they'll get stuck in like making it perfect Mm. do you think you fall into that category of like i'll listen to this and change it until it's like i hate the song yeah there's so many revisions of like every song but it i think one of the reasons it took so long was because i had only made rap until like i only made like one r&b song from 19 not i was about to say 19 something (laughs) <laughs> i've not been alive that long that's 19, crazy 19. from 1970 to <laughs> no nah, um from like 2019 to 2021 or 22 i'd only made like one army song oh wow yeah so um in making the album i kind of got stuck because initially it was going to be 10 rap songs then I made ten, then I made five rap songs and I was like, well, I don't want to make five more rap songs. Yeah, you're like, this is too much rap. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want to hear it myself. Oh. Um, so then I was like, okay, let me actually learn how to make R and B. So the album is me learning how to make R and B too. That's so cool. And like, I mean, do you have advice for people who are maybe like stuck in like getting their music out? Because I think that's like one of the hardest parts is like just putting it out. Yeah, it's definitely the hardest part. Um, I don't know. I think there's two sides of it. If you really don't want to put it out, then you have to realize that you don't have to. Sometimes Uh, art is just for yourself, and that's completely fine. mm. But if the art and your inner voice is really driving you to share it, and you want to have an influence on people's lives, then it's something you have to do. 
and you can even hire someone to like put it out for you like distribution is super simple now but you just kind of have to take that first step and once you put the first thing out then it gets way easier wow i like that okay literally like i'm looking at my specific friends who have been holding on to their stuff for a very long time mm-hmm. gonna put that out okay yeah i like that also yeah you're right like i think even with the podcast too like first episode terrifying mm. to put out now it's like oh i've done this so many times like yeah we're good now you just gotta put in the reps for sure yeah yeah, yeah. exactly um and then you know stepping a, w- a little bit away from production and music and like kind of into cuffing season mm-hmm. how did you like get involved with cuffing season because i remember sh- did i get an ev- eventbrite like notification i don't know how i, I don't know how i discovered cuffing season mm-hmm. but I like to stay, you know, I like to have a pulse on the culture of L.A. So, yeah, how did you get involved in all of that? So it was in 2020, um, the year before I moved to L.A., because I moved in April of 2021. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so I was trying to figure out, like, what connections I wanted to make in Uh L.A. because obviously I was moving to L.A. for school, but it was always kind of my way to get into the industry. Okay. Um, while still like appeasing my parents, obviously, uh, with the education. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And I would like actively search for people who, to hit up and be like, "Yo, I'm new to LA. Can I do anything for free?" That was always my mentality going into it. Mm. And this girl had posted like a happy birthday message to Adrian Purd. You know Adrian? I do not. Okay, he's like a content creator. He's big for like cinematography and film. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but he started as a music director. Our music video director, sorry. Oh. For like artists in the Bay. He's from San Francisco. So she said happy birthday to him. And I was like, yo, who is this? So I saw his page. And at the time, he only, he had like 19K followers. Oh, and wow. now he has like 320,000 something. Oh, he was on the, you were on the early. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I found him and then I obviously DM'd him. Yeah. And I DM'd like all of his friends. But it's crazy because um, I took a screenshot of that on September 7th. Okay. Of that year. And then a year later, I was golfing with him and um, our mutual friend, Blessed, who runs Cuffing Season. What? Yeah. So I DM'd him and like all of his friends. Yeah. And Blessed was one of the people who responded. And he was like, I have this project that I could use some help with. And that was re re upping Cuffing Season after the pandemic. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so now you're chief of operations? I would say head of operations, head yeah. Head of operations? It's a pretty small team, so we're all like our like Swiss Army knives uh-huh. in our respective roles, but we all kind of do everything. Okay, nice. Yeah. Um, and so for the people who don't know, what sorry, what what exactly is cuffing season? You guys are an R&B night? <laughs> How would you describe it? I would describe it like an R&B event for the most part. I think R&B focused definitely, mm-hmm. but... Um, in New York specifically, we kind of push the boundaries outside of R&B. Oh, cool. For the music we play. Why, why don't you do that in L.A.? <laughs> I don't know. I think because we've been around so long on the West Coast, it's kind of known as an R&B thing. Oh. And we do play other music, especially DJs who know how to do it well, like Nudes and like Bella Fiasco. Yeah. Um, know how to do it really well. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. a lot of times in L.A., people are coming out to hear that, so they kind of feel a way. Oh. But because we only started doing New York parties like in 2022, uh-huh. we were kind of able to build it um, with R&B at its core still, but 
kind of branching out. And it has to do with, like, the culture in New York, too. It's definitely more diverse. I was going to say, like, when I go to New York, that's when I, like, actually discover music. Yeah. Whereas, like, L.A., like, I go to... I know exactly what I'm going to hear. Mm-hmm. So... I question it for a personal reason. I'm like, literally, like, put me on. Like, put me on to the new stuff. Yeah. Because I think, like, right, like, going out in New York, that's when, like, I first discovered, like, Jersey Club and, Mm -hmm. like, being able to, like, mix some, um, like, hyper-pop and whatnot into hip-hop. And so I was like, oh, this is a very, like, cool experience. And also, like, yeah, I think, like, wait, oh, I have a question. Yeah. Do you think, like, the stereotype of L.A. crowds being lame is true? Um, I wouldn't say necessarily. I think it depends on the event, but generally, probably, and I think it's, I think about this a lot, actually. I think it's more ego-driven, you know? I think everyone's trying to, like, look cool, and bottle service is really big here. Yeah. So people don't really, like, dance. But in New York, especially, like, in Jersey, like there's a lot of dancers. That's why Jersey Club is popular because it's like upbeat and it gets the people moving. And um, that's why you can kind of branch out with different genres too, because people are gonna dance. Yeah. And it's less ego driven. Like there's still bottle service in New York, from what I know, but it's not as big as like Hollywood. Oh. Um, you know what I mean? Wait, that to- like that literally totally tracks. Cause like all the time I go out here and I'm like, okay, like do you guys just not know how to dance or like? Do you feel uncomfortable? Like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. What are we doing just, like, standing? Yeah. Like, it's actually insane to me that you would just stand there. And so... Yeah. yeah. At least sit down. They're not even sitting down. They're standing there in the, <laughs> no, the yeah. middle. No, even even sitting. I'm like, why are we sitting? Like, let's go to the front. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, and so, I guess, like, the future of cuffing season, like, where do you guys want to take this? Like, are you guys going to expand into cities? Or, like, are you going to expand within the cities that you're already in like kind of what's what's the vision um well it's kind of crazy because when i first joined it was after the pandemic so we had our little pop-up just to like check the temperature uh-huh. and then we had the launch party in la which was super big and then we were monthly twice twice a month in la okay and then after that we were monthly in new york and then in quarterly in seattle uh-huh. and then quarterly in oakland and then quarterly in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. So we've definitely been expanding. Now we're twice a month in New York starting this year. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's often. Yeah. It's, it's often. That's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so I think the next step is international. Yeah. Oh, we're going so much. So I'm definitely excited. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I think like it's so special when like you find a night where like you like all the music, you like the vibe that's been curated. Mm-hmm. And so... Like, definitely for me, like, coughing season is up there. Like, I went to the TFTI coughing season Halloween party, and I was like, oh, these are my people. Yeah. Like, these are the, these are the vibes. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, like, I like love seeing what you guys are doing, and I'm, like, excited for you guys' future. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then for those of you who are in L.A., the next event is on the 20th. The 20th, yep. Okay, that's Saturday, January 20th. And then what was on the 19th, you said? I forgot. New York. New York. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So if you guys are in either of those cities, please check out Cuffing Season. Um, it's Cuffing Season Party on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I guess, you know, to just kind of, like, conclude, wrap things up, um, how are we going to go about dating in this 2024 season? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> You tell me. Why don't you answer the question? Okay, I'll answer the question first. Yeah. 
I have recently realized my avoidance mm. and like maybe uh I don't want to use such a strong word like commitment issues but something is there something is like commitment commitment um commitment something yeah commitment something is there yeah or not there and so I kind of want to like do a little bit more self-reflecting and being like super fucking honest with myself and being mm. like is it because like I'm not happy with myself that I don't want to get into something serious. Yeah, so just like uh, being honest with myself. I think that's going to be the theme of 2024. Because, mm. you know, I'm avoidant. I'm also like really good at like making myself believe things that I want to believe. Mm -hmm. So like, I think up until this point, maybe it's been like me saying I haven't found the one, but maybe I'm just being picky. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in... In that, mm -hmm. does that require like, or in your head, it, does that require more alone time or like more dating so that you like, to like l discover things about yourself? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay, sorry. What do you think I should do? I don't know. <laughs> don't ask me. We're in the same boat. I'm, I'm asking you for me. <laughs> it like wasn't meant to be like me self reflecting. Yeah, well, literally, I like, help hide me it a little bit. I was like, yeah, tell me. Let me know when you find out. <laughs> no, I will let you know. Okay, yeah, let me no, know. No, because yesterday, literally, my roommate was like, I think you need to stay single. And I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> and yeah. so I think it's like, uh, I don't know. I think I'm just being stubborn. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah. What about you? Um, I definitely want to go on more dates for sure. Mm -hmm. I think I kind of took a break from it when I was trying to like wrap up the album and like think about content and all that. But not that I have more free time because obviously there's still a lot of stuff going on. Like I'm still working on a bunch of music projects and mm. cuffing season is like still a thing, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. I think I definitely like to go on more dates and meet some new people. But wow. I'm picky in who I go on dates with. But like, okay, you know, it, it's there for sure. Okay. I'm I'm now more open to it. I would say. Are you gonna are you gonna cold approach people? Are you gonna no, go dating? That's not my thing. Okay. That's not my thing. Sorry. Because <laughs> I've literally been thinking, I'm like, damn, uh, wait, such an interesting statistic. So mm -hmm. match.com, right? They have like all the stats. Gen Z. Match.com owns like I think it's Hinge and like Tinder or something. Yeah. Two of the big apps. They say that like Gen Z doesn't use dating apps. And I was like, oh my god, people are cold approaching. That's literally what's happening interesting i've i've used dating apps but i feel like i use it for ego i think initially when i first moved to la i was like yeah i'm gonna like go on dates with a bunch of people from dating apps yeah. but i don't know now that i meet so many people as it is especially through mutual friends uh... it's like that's definitely the way for me and if i want like an ego boost then i'll download hinge for like three days yeah, yeah. and then i'm like mm, i'm like delete. like i'm still hot so <laughs> <laughs> you know just making sure yeah, yeah, yeah. Just making sure yeah. i just have to do a pulse check yeah <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, if you find any mutual friends that I would get along with, okay. let me know. What are your What are your requirements? Um, like on a very surface level, like what am I What am I looking down. at? Um, I wrote, I wrote them down okay. in my notes. Let me Let me pull them up so I'm like super accurate. Okay. Um. Oh. Do they make me laugh? Okay. <laughs> I actually don't think I want to be the funny one. Um, and then it's a lot I of work it is mm -hmm. it's just yeah it's it's exhausting yeah um and then like does this person like 
have the capacity to be supportive mm. um and then i also like would like it to just be like a mute like not a one-sided relationship like it needs to go both ways so like i want to feel like i'm contributing to to the relationship that's so broad like what does that mean i literally wrote down do i feel like helpful slash useful to him so like i want like mm. them to like be able to re- rely on me just as i rely on them because i think like they're it can be like imbalanced sometimes mm-hmm. and then other than that it's like are you a good person it's kind of that's like low-key it but like okay I, I i think it's hard to describe like quote my type because i I won't know until, like, I feel it in person. Yeah, that's also what I realized and why I don't really, like, go on dates with people on the internet. Mm. It's, like, <laughs> it's, like, you could tell so much from meeting someone in, like, two minutes. No, yeah. Versus, like, a whole day of texting someone on Hinge. Oh, my God. It's, like, oh, we talked for the whole day. It's, like, I didn't say anything. I yeah. just said, like, oh, you like dogs? Like, <laughs> everyone likes dogs. You're kind of crazy if you don't like dogs. No, yeah. I'm, yeah. like, oh, that's psychopath behavior. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. Okay, yeah. Um, If anyone wants to slide into Lewis's DMs. Oh, yeah, my DMs I'm... are open for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I mean, hers too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My DMs are open for sure. Yeah. Like we're both public yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and so yeah if you guys want to check out los he's on instagram and all platforms mm-hmm. at don carlo dot wave that's dot w-a-v um mm-hmm. and then yeah please check out his album it's like it's really good and you guys know like i would not lie to you and i also would not lie to you i, yeah. would, ro- I would roast you if- i would love to hear it honestly yeah but yeah. Like, genuinely, like, it didn't... Okay, wait, this is gonna be a little... We'll see if we keep this. Um, Did you expect it to be bad? I think there are a lot of albums that come out that I'm like, oh, you're just a K-Town rapper. Ah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's oversaturated. Yeah, it's way oversaturated. Mm -hmm. So it didn't give me that, and I was, like, a little surprised. Thank God. (laughs) He made it out of K-Town, everyone. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah, God. Yeah. He didn't get stuck in K-Town. <laughs> He's, like, not even from here. Yeah, <laughs> like... Damn, do they ever make it out of K-Town? Um, and so, yeah, please, please, please go check that out. Um, Yeah, stream. stream. So, yeah. yeah. And it's called uh, Silence Amidst the Infinite Noise. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and is there anything else you want to plug? I don't think so. Okay, cool. Um... Yeah, and then you can find Purgogi Pod on all platforms at b u l g o g i dot podcast, and then me at Hannah Cat with three T's. So yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. But thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. Yeah.